feels good to be back on here. It's been a long time since I've done one, I believe. Had some family in town and took a couple weeks off. It was a really weird year for me, and I want to get into my year, what happened to me, and from lots of stuff, uh, financial, spiritual, physical a little bit. Um, some people are in my phase of life with kids. Some people are starting out and they're newer. Um, others are maybe older and have a career somewhere else and are learning to trade. So there's many different places to be. And hopefully there's some good stuff in here that can help you process whatever you're going through. And the other thing too is I know a lot of people, sometimes it's nice to know, okay, well, that's all great, Brad, but how do you buy? How do you sell? Where did you get in? Where did you get out? And I think some of that kind of stuff is, I mean, some people reach out on their own. And if you have similar trading styles, I think you can really learn a lot from people. And if you are observing someone physically or with a digital mentorship or something there, you could pick up some of those nuances about about that stuff. But it's not as important as you think. And it seems weird because um, I used to sit next to a guy in Chicago when I traded at a firm in Chicago. And it was just, <clears throat> he was one of the most successful traders I ever was around and wildly successful I mean, year after year, making massive sums of money. And I sat next to him and the biggest thing I learned, uh, honestly, was um, just the optimistic attitude of always looking for the good in things. And it sounds so simplistic, but really focusing on the positive, not getting too down, shaking it off. Um, <clears throat> just that kind of aloof, positive attitude was the number one characteristic I noticed. And uh, tons of flexibility, willing to be long, uh, large size at the top of a market that was ready to fall. And then using that information to realize that you need to be short and just shaking it off and flipping gears. And that might not be everyone's trading style. So that doesn't really matter. But the point is of just tons of flexibility, short memory, and very optimistic, almost kind of like, you know, in a way that it doesn't seem right, <laughs> but it ultimately was a, a great way to be. I think you can see that with a lot of people and a lot of careers and things, but that, so that's that. But the bigger point about sitting next to him was my folks used to always say to me, well, I was just starting at the time. Well, just copy this guy. I mean, you sit next to this guy. How can you lose? And we, we'd laugh because it's like copying someone who's singing or painting. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's a, this job, this business, uh, I wouldn't call it a job. It's just this calling. If you're going to be good at it, it's a calling. There's so much spiritual growth, personal growth, um, the button pressing at every level of fear, scarcity, abundance, um, I mean, FOMO, you can, you name it. And it's just, it's there. It's, it's there and it, and it intersects with your personal life, <clears throat> things that are going on around you. And it's just, I think it's what keeps a lot of us in it. And that's definitely one of the things that keeps me in it. I'm going to sip my coffee. That's the pause. So what I want to get into today though, is the reason I said all that is because this journey is really about you finding what you're going to be good at, what you can stick with, what you're predisposed to probably have more success at than something else. Because I think if you really want to trade, there's something there that you can do well with. But there's a lot of things that are going to lure you in and you're going to work really hard and you're just not going to do that well. And it's going to seem like work at times. And some examples for me are I've tried um, so many things. I mean, so I started off day trading futures. That's always what I wanted to do out of college. Um, obvious reasons. I just was attracted to it, but more leverage. You don't need as much money. It's the index. It's, it was just, it drew me in for a lot of those reasons. And so that's what I started with. And over time I thought, okay, well I want to scale up. I've made more money now. I want to use stocks and I want to hold growth stocks for six months. 
or a year because I'm, I'm always buying technology products early. I need to take advantage of you know, these and getting in these companies and riding these stocks where I can triple or quadruple my money over a few years or more in these big growth stocks. And I feel like I'm not using that to my advantage, but I'm just trading futures, but I need to start to moving out. So I, I had some success doing that, but I never really had a system. I was just kind of like artistic. I'm early. I like the chart. The earnings seem good. I don't think society has caught on yet. And then whatever the, you know, the monetary uh, looseness of policy was good and all that kind of stuff. But as time went on, um, I ebbed and flowed in that. And then I got into cryptocurrency, um, 2016, 2015. And then I figured I was early in that. So I was trading that for a few years and I totally dropped it. Then I got back into it again and I dropped it all the while. The futures has kind of been in the background is like the main steady thing I do because <clears throat> that skill set I, I spent so much time developing. And then the other stuff would just kind of pop up when it pops up. Excuse me. So like, you know, it would, if stocks got really beaten down and things looked better, maybe it was time to look at stocks for a while, like early 2020. And then, so I've always kind of played that sort of a game, but that was more like picking the right thing at the right time. And the futures is more of like business income, steady understanding, like have a process that I have a system or just like, it's kind of intuitive for me, but it's more, I look, I trade numbers and events a lot. I know which days I'm probably going to have a better shot and which days I'm not. And I've been through a lot of cycles, <clears throat> things like that. I know how I'm going to buy, how I'm going to sell. That's kind of my thing. But then there's a side of me that wants to always be growing. So I got into all this other stuff and it really kicked off hard in 20, maybe 14. And then again in 2017, 2018, where I dove into stocks hard, joined a bunch of groups, really started working at it. And I, I would think, I would, I guess the best way to describe my results are mixed. I had really good pockets and bad pockets. And overall, um, it was just mixed and there's a lot of stress and a lot of me trading too big, which was stupid because I had made money elsewhere and I thought I could just throw around big size in the stocks because I should be able to, you know, it should be the same. And we've talked at length in the past about a lot of this stuff. It's different. And I've learned a lot in, in stocks. So I feel like I, I, I have picked up things, but my point of it, all this is that it never really stoked me at the deep level that the futures did. And my last podcast was titled, um, I forget, but it was something like the life that chose you. I think that was it. And the point of that podcast is that sometimes things just choose you in a way and you equally choose them, but it's almost like it just happens and you have that energy and that feel for it. Like a lot of people have with a sport, maybe at a young age. And there's a difference between doing something out of a, a, for, a desire for money only or a desire to boost up the characters standing in society or with oneself or just enjoying playing the game and solving the puzzle. And then those other things are bonuses and benefits. And I found myself um, in 2022 coming off of a really good run early into the year. And we all know that the great runs set up the bad runs usually. And that's something we have to be psychologically super aware of. Just It just happens. Even if it's a lag, it tends to happen. And I came into 2022 well aware of the cycle of the, you know, the asset bubble and things like that. And uh, I'm going to get out of the way. I'm going to be okay. And I, I had bought a bunch of stocks um, with using an advisor outside of my um, trading. And I timed that really well after the pandemic. And so that was doing really well. And I thought, well, this seems really weird. Um, it's gone up you know, so much. And, and I just kind of left it in there and thought, well, whatever. I'll just leave it in for five, 10 years. It doesn't matter. I got a great entry. And okay, so that that's going on. And then Futures is really good at the beginning of 2022 because it's busy, but I'm not trading futures because I thought, well, I'm going to work on this stock stuff and take a break. So I'm not really taking advantage of the volatility in the futures. 
So I have some crypto and some stock positions on. Um, I ended up leaving to go on a trip from, with my family for a month and kind of just got sloppy and things started really coming back and I get back a lot of money that I was up. And then at the same time, I had my stuff that I bought um, outside with another person uh, personally at, after the pandemic, the stocks, and those started coming back and I thought, this is not good. But I kind of just froze because a lot of it was out of my hands and I thought, well, it's going to be a bigger picture. And I got my wires crossed and then I started to watch that money evaporate that I made. And then it started to lead to um, bad decision-making and bad trading because it's a little different situation I've ever had. And I'm aware of what's going on, but I'm just kind of mentally stuck. So I started going back in trading um, in the middle of the year, maybe at the end of the first quarter, early second quarter. And I'm just not, um, excuse me here. I'm in a mindset of this is going to be good for me. Um, I'm familiar with the futures right now. This is a good market. I'm going to trade bigger. So I'm trading bigger and I'm right on a lot of my ideas, but I'm trading so big that I keep getting bumped out and watching it work. So I'm getting more and more frustrated. And then eventually I took a really big swing later in the year a couple of times and I had a, a podcast about that where I just blew myself and really blew myself up bad. Worst I've ever done in my career. And I'm just kind of detailing to you how that happened, the thinking process behind it. Of course, it's not shouldn't happen, not acceptable. I've been doing this for 20 years. What the hell's going on? All that's true. But it was a swirling measure of all these things happening. Um, some of them in my control, some of them not. Ultimately, they're all in my control, but not right at my fingertips. And it kind of all spiraled together. And then I had two little kids at home, so I'm you know having a busy life outside of it. And I just got stressed out and had a lot of anxiousness around it. And I just felt like uh, I, I got really off my game mentally. And then I had to take a couple, like a month and a half or so off in October after that loss. And in the meantime, all my stuff I was holding, um, my trading stuff I had gotten out of, but the longer term stuff just got worse and worse and worse. And we all know what's going on with that. And I felt like I just didn't manage that well. And I just mentally wasn't in the spot. So this has been like a, a tough thing for me of making the money trading and then figuring out how to manage it outside longer term, which is like wealth management that everyone deals with. And that's a totally different game than trading. So now I'm learning to do that better. And it's not really something that I, I mean, I've read, I'm obviously aware of all the landscape and things, but my point is, is that when you're trying to do different time frames like that under one person, it's kind of like, Go play the game, score 30 points, then come back home, look at the roster, make some trades, and then decide if you're going to uh, move the team to a different city. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're wearing the hats of the general, the foot soldier, and the lieutenant in the same person. And that's what happens when you're doing all these time frames, and it's really difficult. And I started to just misfire on all of them because I was getting um, my wires crossed, basically. It's just, it was too hard emotionally for me. And so that... I had a pretty stressful, difficult year because a lot of it was self-induced because of that. And I look at my results and they, it was the first year that I hadn't had a losing year and I had a really bad year this year. And it was just a shocker for me. And I look at it and I say, well, do I not know how to trade anymore? Like, well, no, I just, it is an emotional, positional, uh, psychological wipeout I had, just a swirling um, bunch of stuff that happened. And my actual trading didn't even necessarily get tested that much because I was so kind of caught up in this that I didn't really put my hat on and do my job and or my calling or whatever you want to call it. And I started off at the end of 2022, um, late October, going back to that and immediately started doing well and clean up, you know, the, it's going to take me a while to clean up the mess I made, but um, 
started cleaning up the mess a little bit. And then when I looked at um, kind of my state and what was going on, I was like, okay, well, this feels good to come back and do this. And there was really never any problems. I think I just moved out in a little bit more of a rural area and I got socially isolated versus when I was in Chicago. And I've now connected back up with, uh, with Brent a lot more. And he and I have spent a lot of time together uh, trading and talking because we have similar styles. And we're working on some new stuff, some kind of a, like a hybrid manual system type thing of tendencies we noticed in the market, which is new for us. And we're also trading. And then um, I'm still going to do the stock stuff that I put so much effort into, but I'm going to do it smaller and I'm going to do it on the side. It's going to be like, like a fourth of the size and the impact. And I was making it four times the size for a while, which was crazy. And that's not a very responsible way. It's always been a little bit of a fault of mine as I go in hard sometimes with stuff. And you know, overall, in my career, it's worked. But when you're starting something new, it's not the smartest thing. And that's a, that's a lesson that got pounded home pretty good. So now going to 2023, I feel really good. I feel like I was just raked over the coals spiritually physically, psychologically, emotionally, all of it, and really went down and probed the bottoms of feeling pretty low. And it is just, I think a lot of people went through it in their own way, but for me, it was just the, my own circumstances. And this was kind of, this was budding since 2016. And in a way, and I'm going to share two low points in my career and two of the things that uh, led to them. So I was in a very low point in 2016, about nine months of feeling pretty depressed, I would say, like hard to get out of bed. And it was because I decided like, this futures thing is great, but I've been doing this so long, what else can I do? Like, how can I grow and expand and scale bigger? And I'm always looking ahead. And then I started to get it in my head that, um, well, you know, what are you really providing to society by doing this all day? And I got that nonsense in my head, listening to other people or whatever, which is total nonsense because, I mean any job, it, what do you do? What you do with your life and what you do with your money is, is different than what, your work that you do. I mean, you could be a doctor because your dad was a doctor and, and be a detriment to society to make a point like that. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It matters how you're living and it doesn't really matter anyway. Everyone's personal choice. So that's just flawed thinking. But the reason I bring that up is because it led me to very poor trading because when you're conflicted like that, you do not do well. So that led me to some really poor results and I, I shook that off. And then Going back into 2022, 2021, the thinking was different, but also conflicting. It was like, okay, well, you got this thing that you're good at, but let's move to something else. Let's scale and grow again, and let's get into these stocks. And I got caught you know, at the turn of the cycle, like pushing hard into all these different things. And that, again, was, I feel like my ego or my character, whatever you want to call it, it was the, it was the character's desire to grow and expand and push. And it was almost like pushing for the sake of pushing versus that natural curiosity, that playfulness, the love for the game. You know what I mean? There's a difference between the, that kind of, um, you, that inspired action and that kind of, uh, that forced action, um, building for the sake of building roads to nowhere or whatever. Maybe that's a bad, um, sentence about it, but you get what I'm saying. And, that doesn't end well, and it didn't end well for me. It's going against, it was always like a little pit in my stomach when I was doing it, and you got to pay attention to that emotional stuff about a pit in your stomach or 
any kind of fear or anytime there's a twinge of fear or uneasiness, you're not doing the right thing or you're not going to repeat that a hundred times and have success. So I've really learned to listen to that emotional system because that's, that's, your, that's your guide that lets you know where you're standing and you can't go against that. Um, yeah, you're going to be a little nervous when it's busy or whatever, but you know, a little bit is okay, but you, I think we know the difference between, you could be like in a relationship with somebody and you know, it just feels right or it doesn't feel quite right even when it should. And like those are signs and your trading offers you the same signs. And the people you meet offer those signs and the strategies you're in offer those signs. There's like an excitement even when you're losing because you know this is going to be good for you and you, you want to work on it on the weekend and you're tirelessly after it. And those are signs that you're on the right path. And so that all that stuff, um, forcing for the sake of forcing, I think is what led me to the downfall. And I'm, I'm on the, the better path now and I'm kind of, back into, um, in, a, in a weird way, I'm back into what I was always doing, but I'm doing it from a very different level. I'm, I'm able to, I'm working on something that's really going to expand me and, and push things to a lot bigger level. And I've also maintained kind of uh, my alignment with myself. And the other stuff I, I've done, I'm still going to do. I'm just going to be smaller. So it kind of had an ending or a resolution that I didn't expect in a different way, which you know often happens. So... Back to the beginning of this podcast, I was talking about <clears throat> people want to, how do you buy? How do you sell? And then I'm talking about all this, all this stuff, personality, spiritual stuff, your character growing, all that stuff. And it's like, well, how does that relate? Well, I think once you lock in on what drives you, and some people that have emailed me know that. They know this is what I like. This is what I'm good at. And then you start fine-tuning that and you get stronger and you connect with others who are good at it and you really take off and you grow as a group. And I think you can really grow as a group and you can learn from people who enter and exit better than you. But, and you can be friendly with any of them, right? Have relationships. But if I'm talking to a growth stock trader and I'm looking to improve my futures trading, we're probably not going to have a lot of help for each other. Even though we have commonalities on the business, it's, it's, there's a lot of nuances and micro things that are going to be very different. So I think it's important for you to just keep putting out the intention to seek those kinds of things and those kind of people in your life that line up with what you're going to do. So that's kind of your job to figure out what your art is. And then from there, you, you connect and learn with others. So that's the biggest message I want to push forward. Um, I think that's timeless and it happens with every part of life and it's not just trading. And yeah, so I'm feeling good and excited, as, as excited as I've been in a long time, ready to get back in this year and hopefully everybody else is too.